0: We'll see who comes in. I've just got to give it time because they're still formulating what we're going to be doing. Okay, so, the one who's coming forward is Moses. In times when he was alive, in the physical, he was called the lawgiver. He gave the law. He gave the Ten Commandments. But in reality, these weren't laws as much as they were opportunities, tools, ways by which to bring oneself out of darkness and into light, a way to begin walking a path that was more directly aligned to the inner loving and find through that pathway God. People have made them into laws, but when they were first offered, they weren't offered as laws. They were offered as tools along the path. We now are going to be talking about the tools by which to live by, by which we as individuals, spiritual beings on the path of spirit can begin to pick up these tools on a regular basis and implement them into our daily life and find ways to bring greater freedom, greater joy, greater loving into our lives and to begin to walk more a pathway of liberation where the soul truly becomes liberated and no longer is tied or bound to this physical dimension and all that it incorporates. So we're going to begin to look at some of the tools. One thing that Moses seems to want to make real clear here is that what is perceived to be the Ten Commandments was not the original that was to be given. That which was given in the beginning was very different from that which was finally given if you remember when he was up on mount sinai and he came down he broke the original tablets and then he went back formed two more tablets the laws were written and then he came down and presented the laws the original wording of that no one really knows for sure how the original tablets were worded what they really said but it does say in the bible that they were the same words that those words that were placed upon the original tablets was placed once again upon a new tablet but it never says whether they were written down exactly the same as commandments, as law the way Moses is presenting it right now is that the original tablets was really presented as tools by which to live by and these tools were being offered to the people to understand more clearly how to live a spiritual life and what to do in their lives to be more spiritually aligned. When he realized that they were not ready to walk in this pathway that he was offering them or that God was offering through Moses, he broke the tablets because of his anger, because he realized that the people that he thought he was walking with and was going to be working with and teaching to were not ready for these higher truths. And so that they had to be given not so much a higher truth as a law, that they had been living in a land of the law, in the land of Egypt, in the land of separation, in this lower region, and caught up in the lower region. And this lower region, the world, the physical reality, is based totally on law. And that's what traps the soul here, is the law of the physical kingdoms. So he realized that for this particular group of people, it was very important that they understand more the law and that they begin to work with the law, but a different law, a law that more aligns them to the spirit of who they are rather than a law that holds them in bondage to the physical world and to the ruler of the physical world, which was, as we know, Lucifer, Satan, Colnaringen. He has a lot of different names. What Moses comes with tonight is the beginning of the unfoldment of the tools that is going to be offered here, that we might begin to understand more clearly what we can be doing in our lives to truly live and walk a spiritual pathway it's very interesting he talks in a rhythm and so i'm having to to move in his rhythm it's it's a very different it's almost like riding a camel i remember riding a camel in egypt in this constant like this and that's how his conversation is it's, <laughs> it's this rhythm like this and he isn't appreciating it, and i'm taking the time to explain it but i It's helping me to get more into it, making it okay that I'm doing it that way. So, he says, that's fine, just take care of yourself. One of the first, it's almost like the toolbox that we're going to put all these tools in. It's very interesting, I mean, the way that they're bringing this forward over the last few weeks. This toolbox that we're going to be putting all these tools in is really the master tool. And if you can live this master tool on a daily basis... You don't really need all the other tools that we're going to be putting in this toolbox. But for the most of us, we're not going to be able to live this master tool all the time. Because we are not just spiritual beings when we're at this level. We are spiritual beings caught up in the physical. And oftentimes, we allow ourselves to get caught up in what is going on in the physical so much that we forget about this master tool. But if we... Were to live this master tool all the time, we would find that we wouldn't need all these other tools. It's really funny. He's very funny right now. <laughs> now he's going, mm-hmm, ta da, <laughs> as he's talking. We all need to join in. Yeah, so that's us all just join into the rhythm now. <laughs> he's just getting. If, if that's one way you know that spirit is truly present, is when humor is present if there's a lot of humor present then you know the true spirit of loving, the true spirit of God is present when it's real serious and hard and rigid and the law then more than likely it is spirit but it's a lesser spirit, it's the spirit of the ego, it's the spirit of the mind or the emotion rather than the spirit of love so this master tool that we're being presented as our toolbox is loving that's the master tool That is all that there is in all of beingness is loving. That is what God is, that is who we are, that is what everything in existence is, is loving. And if and when we live in loving, we are more in harmony with who we truly are and we are aligned with who we truly are in God. When we are not living in that loving, we are still that loving being We are still aligned with God, but we are unaware of it. We are living in the unawareness. We are asleep to who we truly are. But living in the loving, we awaken. We awaken into who we truly are, and we begin to manifest who we truly are more freely and easily. So this master tool is loving. And if we will begin to move more into every moment, in a loving way, and have each moment be a loving moment, we would find that all these other tools would immediately be activated. That we would not have to search for them, we would not have to remember them, we would not have to try to figure them out, and how to implement them in a moment, because loving would automatically bring it forward and manifest it. Without us having to be conscious of that at all, it would just be an automatic process. But because we're not always able to move into our loving and be in our loving and express that loving in every given moment, we are going to be given some tools to place in this master toolbox. Now, it will be up to us to then bring those tools out and learn how to use each one. And for each of us, it may be a little bit different but the key here to all of this is loving the master tool is loving and to bring forward any tool and to have it truly work for you in the way it is intended to work for you on the spiritual path to bring you back into the knowing of who you truly are in god is to implement that tool with loving to do it with loving and if you do that you will not have to remember how, why, what this other tool is, because the loving will automatically bring all that forward for you. But then also there are going to be times where you don't remember, even when you reach in for these other tools that we're going to talk about, you're not going to remember to bring forward the loving with that tool, so we're going to also start defining these tools for you, giving you ways and how and whys, so that you'll have the words... To put with these different tools, and be able to define them, explain them, and manifest them in your daily life. So, right now, I want you to pause for just a moment. Oh, well, he wants me to pause for a moment. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading a script. And all of a sudden, this says, "Step aside for a moment." I go, "Step aside for a moment." <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Oh, he's very cute. He's very good. (laughs) Just caused me to pause for a moment here. So we're going to pause for a moment. (laughs) And I want you to go inside and for yourself now, come to understanding inside yourself. What is the first tool that you find inside yourself that you would bring forward in your life? What would you consider to be the first tool? And just go inside and find out what that first tool is, and then find out for yourself, what does this tool do? And how do you put it into practice in your daily life? So just take a moment now and do that. So, that tool that you came up with is a very important tool for you. And it's one of the first tools to put in your toolbox. Even if it doesn't make sense as a tool on the spiritual path, for you, it is something that is very important for you. So take note of it. If you can write it down, write it down. Whatever you want to do to get that down, do that. Because it's very important that you do that. Who would like to share what they received as a tool, okay? The first tool I got was acceptance and through acceptance it allows me to not judge myself or others or judge situations. It just allows me to be in the moment. For me it's peace and practicing to be a peacemaker. For myself it was kindness and I was really surprised also, what opened up is kindness for me comes first because as a child, I had an old hurt with loving. So that made me open up and, and realize, you know, why that doesn't come naturally for me. So I'm going to work on that. You know, it's really funny how it just came. So I'm grateful for that. Mine is another version of acceptance. It's. Um Forgiveness or not judging and forgiving whoever I'm irritated at or or whatever is is going on. And then I have to remember to forgive myself. (laughs) Well, the first thing I got that came in real strong was the loving. And then uh, I thought, well, hold on, that's a master tool. We need another tool. Mm -hmm. And then what came in there was tolerance. And then out of tolerance was compassion and that they both seem to be right in their neck and neck for me, so having the tolerance with compassion. It came forward for me by bringing forward cooperation with loving, that would allow me to be in acceptance. What came forward for me was forgiveness and then directly on the heels of that, really interestingly linked to it was laughter, laughter at myself, being willing to not take myself so seriously forgiving myself for all my own upset mine was joy just to reference uh, everything from the joy of living initially i thought well it's the loving but we all know that the loving is there for all of us and so then i looked a little deeper and i think it's all related to as far as my license and certification what it is I do and I wanted to get back into doing and that's uh, caregiving. Making sure that people are getting the care that they deserve, that they need, and just giving my caring and my loving to them in that way. What came to me immediately was compassion, that is understanding other people and animals, too. I got uh, acceptance and um, of myself first and all the various strong emotions that I feel inside at different times and accepting all of them for myself and then accepting others, non-judging. I got loving of self and patience and trust. Trust came in real strong. Well, I got trust too, trusting in myself and God. (laughs) So, let's put one tool into the toolbox according to what Moses wants to share. So in this master toolbox of loving, the first tool he wants to place into it is accepting responsibility. To accept responsibility, no, accepting responsibility needs to be the word accepting responsibility. It's an ongoingness in every given moment. Be accepting responsibility. So write that down if you want and look and see what does accepting responsibility mean to you. For a lot of people, accepting responsibility is really very challenging because it means having to do something that they haven't done in their own personal life. ...on an ongoing basis. They may have accepted responsibility at times... ...but to do it on a daily basis... ...to do it in every given moment... ...is often a challenge. And for some people... ...we do everything we can to put the responsibility for ourselves... ...back in other people's hands... ...rather than we having... ...our own responsibility for ourselves. So accepting responsibility... ...for who you are... ...and for your actions... ...is the first tool. Now it's interesting also that the first law of spirit is acceptance. So we go to the first law of spirit which is acceptance and we see that activated through an action of acceptance, accepting responsibility. As you look at the laws of spirit you're going to see where we're going to begin to bring them forward in action. So accepting is an action and accepting is the first part of this first tool to be accepting of all things but the first to accept is yourself if you don't accept yourself if you're not accepting in yourself you're never going to really truly accept others you're not going to be open and receiving of others in their true self because you are not yet receiving and loving and accepting yourself as you truly are. So accepting is the first part of this tool action. Each tool, if we look at them, is unique unto itself, and it has an action of its own. So we're going to be looking at each action of these tools, how to put them into action, so that when we bring them forward out of the toolbox of loving, we have an action to do to bring that tool into a living presence in our life. So it truly manifests itself in our life. And accepting responsibility is done through accepting. If you are accepting of yourself, if you're accepting of who you are right now in this moment, then it's easy to be in that consciousness of responsibility for the moment of self right now. So write down if you want what that means to you to be accepting responsibility for yourself what responsibilities do you avoid in your life what responsibilities have you taken on in your life just think about that for a moment those two things what responsibilities do you avoid and what responsibilities have you taken on And look and see if the things that you're avoiding are where your lessons truly are. And look and see if the things called responsibilities that you've taken unto yourself are really the way by which you avoid the lessons of the responsibilities that you don't allow into your life. Because oftentimes we avoid where our lessons truly reside and a lot of our learning is in responsibility of being responsible being responsible for who we are and what we're doing in our lives and oftentimes we will take on responsibility in the world in ourselves that are a have to that are a burden that are a challenge that are difficult what however you might word those responsibilities in order to truly avoid the true responsibility of self. Well, I have to take care of this and that and the other in the world. My parents, my wife, my husband, my children, my car, my home, my job. I have all these things called responsibility. And we forget all about the true responsibility of self, of being responsible here with us, who we are, what are our thoughts, what are our feelings, what are our actions, How are we taking care of our body? How are we nurturing our spirit? Are we giving time to us individually? So look and see how you're doing accepting responsibility. And look and see that the tool is activated through accepting. And then look and see how you can begin to move the energy of responsibility in your life by accepting all the things of responsibility in your life right now. Just accept them and make them all right. Don't have a judgment against anything that you call responsibility in your life, but make them all right. And then, once you've made them all right through acceptance, you can then begin to decide which responsibilities are really for you or not which ones work for you or not. And you can begin to let go of the responsibilities in your life that no longer work for you. That you caused to come forward and be in your life in the way of you really doing your life. Now, that can be a challenge for people because you may find that certain responsibilities that you've been carrying with you as you move into acceptance of those responsibilities and making it all right, you may then look at it and go, you know, I don't need to do that anymore in my life. I've been doing this for 20 years and for the first 10, it was a good action and it really worked and I was helping them and they were helping themselves. But now I've just used it as an excuse. I don't need to be helping them anymore. But I'm in the habit. I'm in the routine. It's just the old way. Now I need to change that. And you may find you're going to cut yourself off from people or you're going to cut yourself off from situations because that responsibility is no longer really serving you and you are no longer serving the responsibility, if you will. So you might find once you come into acceptance of that responsibility and make it all all right, that it's also one that you can now set down and no longer have to be doing. And that can be a challenge for people to let go of those things and put them aside once and for all and be free enough then to move forward into accepting the responsibility of self more. I hope I'm being clear. This is a different rhythm in talking with him, so I'm, I just want to make sure I'm real clear here. Let's move on into the second tool then. The second tool is forgiveness. Forgiveness is a key here. It's also one of the key tools. Because forgiveness helps us to move and to change and to align and to center ourselves back into the truth of who we truly are. And forgiveness is one of the activators of all the tools. And as we move along here, you'll see that forgiveness is an activator of all the tools, just as loving is. And loving and forgiveness work side by side one and the same, energetically. Forgiveness brings forward loving. And where loving isn't, forgiveness can bring it forward. And so, forgiveness is a master key and a master tool here as well. Even though the master tool by which all is activated is loving, forgiveness is also a master key and a master tool. So you might even envision Forgiveness as a key, that it's a key, a tool, that looks like a key. And forgiveness is activated in the action of forgiving. Now, if accepting responsibility is about you accepting responsibility for yourself first, then forgiveness and forgiving is first activated with yourself, being forgiving of yourself. Accepting yourself and forgiving yourself. For all those things where you can't do acceptance, do forgiveness and move into acceptance. Do forgiveness and move into the loving. And that loving will activate acceptance. So forgiveness is the next tool we're going to talk about for a moment. But well, forgiveness is an action that is a spiritual action. It isn't a physical action. It isn't an action of the mind, or the emotions, or the body. It's an action of the spirit of who you are. Just as loving is an action of the spirit of who you are. Acceptance is an action that takes place on all the different levels, including the spirit. But oftentimes acceptance can be more of a mental process if it's having to do with a mental concept. It can be an emotional action, if it's an emotion that you're dealing with and accepting, or if it's something in the world physically, it can be a physical acceptance. Where For forgiveness is brought forward directly through the spirit. So it isn't something you have to understand. It isn't something you have to feel. It isn't something you have to implement in the physical. It is something that you do with the spirit of who you are. It's just know that you are forgiving and you are forgiven. Know that you are in forgiveness, and the forgiveness is activated and brought forward and done. And you may never see it, you may never know it, you may never feel it, but it is done. And you will see it eventually in your personal life because of how things unfold differently by the action that the forgiveness manifests. Because forgiveness will release barriers. It will release belief systems. It will relieve most emotional blocks and barriers. It will bring about physical healing. So forgiveness can do all of this. And I'm just having to forgive myself right now because this is such a different energy. I just keep saying that. But it is just very different to work with that's funny because he's saying well you're a very different energy to work with too (laughs) here's a little sideline that is interesting that he's sharing right now before we go back into forgiveness and it's just a way for me to he's helping me to connect more into understanding how he works and why he's working this way Moses is the name of an individual but Moses is also a consciousness that one can move into and throughout history since the time of Moses there have been people on the planet who have been able to share Moses into the world and they've actually been named Moses often in their lifetime because they continue the teaching of Moses in the Jewish tradition and the mystical tradition and they have taken on the name of Moses they've been given the name of Moses as a title as a way of, of acknowledging that Moses is still present and teaching and alive in the teaching through them and into the world today. And so there are places in the world where he is still sharing and teaching even today. And today he's just here sharing in his own way. And so he he says today this might even be called a, a center for Moses or a center of Moses because he's present and sharing in this manner. So forgiveness has many different levels to it. It's like a rose. It has many different petals. And if you were to look at forgiveness, it has many different frequencies to it. And they manifest themselves first as an action for you forgiving yourself for any and all judgments, any and all things that you hold against yourself. And then as you begin to move and expand that forgiveness, And allow it to manifest in you. You will begin to be more the loving being that you are. And you will move into a greater action of accepting. The first law of spirit, acceptance. And you'll be able to then begin to move out into the world. And accept others as they are. And when you can't, you'll be able to bring forward this tool of forgiveness. And be forgiving. Of whatever it is you hold against another person. So that you can then accept them. Just as they are right now. This also can be done with situations in your life. Not just people. So if you have situations in your life. That you are challenged by. That you are holding judgments against. You can also bring forward that forgiveness. Into the situation. And move into acceptance of that situation. And the situation will look very different. Because you've allowed forgiveness, acceptance, and then loving to manifest there. And through that, the person that you are dealing with or the situation you're dealing with will be transformed. It will be almost magical. Because the situation or the person will be transformed right in front of your eyes. Now it may not be instantaneous in that sense of right in front of your eyes. But it will be transformed right in front of your eyes. It may take days, weeks, months, or even years, but the transformation will take place as you bring forward the forgiveness, acceptance, and the loving. And the transformation that takes place with that person or that situation may look like it's outside, it may look like it's in them or in the situation, but it's really inside of you. And that person or that situation may not have changed at all, but your attitude toward them will have changed and that's a part of forgiveness is attitude so that's another petal of the rose, the petal of forgiveness is attitude and you find that attitude is a very big part of forgiveness and as you bring forward forgiveness your attitude toward a person or a situation is going to change and it's going to be up to you to manifest that new attitude on a regular basis and let go of the old so that forgiveness continue to live in you and you're ever forgiving of that person, forgiving of that situation. But remember, it really begins with yourself. So the first attitude you have that will come forward and change will be the attitude toward you, how you treat yourself. How you talk to yourself. And as you begin to pick up this new attitude towards self and live it, you're going to see these old attitudes and you will have an opportunity to choose whether or not to put them down, to drop them, to let go of them, or are you going to continue to live them instead? And it'll be your choice. And then once you begin to understand that attitude is very important in the action of forgiving, you'll begin to see how to manifest this attitude of forgiving out into the world on a regular basis and transform not just yourself, but transform the world around you as well. Now, forgiveness also has many different levels to it. The first action is forgiveness. Forgiving of yourself. Then the forgiveness, the forgiving of others. Another action in that forgiving, in the forgiveness process, is forgiving God. Oftentimes, we place great judgment, great resentment against God. Because we feel that God gave us the bad part of the world. You know, our parents were terrible, school was terrible, the teachers were terrible, my job is terrible, my boss is horrible can't stand the place. I live in this darkness. You know, why is my life so bad? Why is their life so good? What did I do wrong? What do I have to do to correct this? All of that. Poor little me. If we can begin to realize that if we can forgive God, then we can allow God's loving into our life. We can allow His blessings in. If you hold something against yourself, another person, or God, you're not going to allow them in because you're holding something out against them. You've created a barrier, a buffer zone between you and whatever that is. So if you have a judgment or resentment against God, then go in and begin forgiving God and forgive yourself for placing something against God. It all begins right here with you. It's your attitude. It's your process. That has placed something between you and that which is out there, or that which is between you and that which is inside you, which is the divine you, and where God really resides in you. So just be aware of that action. Forgiveness is a very simple, subtle, easy process. It doesn't have to be hard, but we think it has to be hard. Where are those whips? Where is that crown of thorns? Somebody, come on, pick up the nails and put the hammer on and let me be crucified here so I can prove that I've been forgiven. I've got to suffer the pain of forgiveness. It's got to be painful and and hurt and remorseful and sorrowful and then I'll know I'm forgiven. Well, God forgives through loving. He doesn't forgive through pain. He forgives through loving. His loving is automatically forgiving you automatically you don't even have to ask for his forgiveness it's forgiven but we have to move into forgiveness with ourselves and just be aware it's just as simple as the way God forgives it's automatic the loving is the process by which forgiveness takes place it isn't through pain it isn't through whatever you might call the process of forgiveness you don't have to walk on your knees From here to Jerusalem. Or whatever that might look like to you. I've been in Mexico. And I've been in Tibet. And I've watched people crawling on their knees. Till they're bloody. From their home to what they consider a sacred place. Asking for forgiveness. And they think through the pain of this. They will be forgiven for their sins. I have witnessed people whipping themselves with whips that have little pieces of metal attached to them so that they hurt and they become bloodened in the whipping because they think that by scourging themselves the way Jesus was scourged they will be forgiven for their sins by suffering of the pain. I have met monks who wear very, very, very coarse cloth horse cloth is what they call it it's a very rough wool and their skin is like raw all the time from the cloth just rubbing and irritating their skin but they think that through this pain that they are suffering they are going to be forgiven and this this is how they earn their way into heaven into paradise they earn God's loving you don't have to earn it you don't even have to earn forgiveness All you have to do is open up and allow it to be. And then the loving automatically flows. So in forgiveness of self, you then begin to move into a new consciousness of this word forgiveness. It's forgiving. And in the action of forgiving, you find another level of that action, which is to give of self. To be forgiving rather than forgiving. Do you get the difference? To be able to now give the way you have given to yourself. So all of a sudden, the action moves to a higher frequency and now you can go and be giving into the world the loving that you have found through the action of forgiveness, forgiving, loving. You can now go and be giving. Be one who is for giving, loving into the world to your family, to your friends, to the world. Now it's very interesting. When I was in Dharamsala, India, and we were seated and talking with the Dalai Lama, he kept asking, what what questions do you have? Just ask a question. So one person asked, well, what is it we can do to serve you? How can we be of service to you? And he said, that's a good question. The way you can serve me best is to go in the world and tell the world that if they want peace, they have to find peace within themselves. Peace is inside. It's not in the world. Peace is in your loving. It's not in the world. So tell them to find loving. Tell them to do what it takes to be in their loving. And the world will be at peace because each person will be at peace with themselves. Peace begins with the individual. And so then the person said, well, why do you want us to do that? And he said, because when I go in the world and do that, that's what they expect me to do. They expect me to say that. They expect me to say, be loving, be forgiving, be accepting. But when they hear it from you, they don't expect that. So it catches them off guard and it makes them stop and think. Because it's coming from someone who they see is equal to them. They don't see me as equal. They see me as above them. And they see me as someone that they can't become. But when they hear these words come from you, and they see you as equal, they go, gosh, maybe I can do that too then. So go and do that, and that which I've come to do will be fulfilled. So that's what the action of forgiving at that next stage that I'm talking about is all about. To go and give the loving of the world. To be a living demonstration that the world might come into that itself. Are there any questions on the two tools right now? Yes. In forgiveness, and I'll speak for myself, why is it at times I find that it's so hard to move into that, into using the tool of forgiveness? Well... One, forgiveness is something that the world does not teach us how to move in and live from on a regular basis. The world teaches us judgment, resentment, hatred, againstness, separation. It teaches us all these things, but it doesn't really teach us forgiveness. In many ways, forgiveness is foreign to us. We read it in the Bible to be forgiving, We hear it from the pulpit, be forgiving. But we don't really see it implemented in the world very much, be forgiving. We see judgment, we see hatred, we see bigotry, we see separation. We see all these things, but we don't see forgiveness. When we begin to live forgiveness, we begin to choose forgiveness. It's often a tool that feels foreign. It doesn't feel normal it doesn't feel real and it also isn't the first tool we will pick up because it isn't as familiar as judgment and resentment and againstness so oftentimes we'll reach for what's familiar we'll reach for what's comfortable we'll reach for what is habitual and if forgiveness isn't the habit if it isn't comfortable then we're not going to reach for it first And so it's really learning the process. It's really training ourselves, if you will, through attitude to pick up forgiveness first. Or when we don't, forgive ourselves for not picking up forgiveness first and then pick up forgiveness for others. But first we have to pick it up for ourselves. So anytime you catch yourself in judgment, in resentment, in bigotry, in hatred, in separation, or whatever that might be for you, When you recognize that, stop in that moment and recognize, oh, I'm doing it again. I don't intend to do that. That's not the attitude I want to live by. The attitude I want to live by is forgiveness. And then pick up forgiveness and forgive yourself for having done this. And then forgive whatever else that is that that's connected to. And it's just a process. Eventually, you'll catch yourself before you go into the judgment. But at first, you may catch yourself at the very end of the judgment. You'll go into the judgment and you'll hold judgment against a person for a day, for two days, for three days, for whatever. But somewhere along the line, you're going to stop and go, wait a minute, this wasn't my intention. This isn't the attitude I want to hold. And then you can pick up the forgiveness. And eventually, you'll catch yourself earlier and earlier until finally one day you'll catch yourself before you enter into the action of the old pattern, And you'll choose forgiveness automatically. And that day is the day they say you place an angel at the gate and you never walk through that gate again because the angel will ever remind you, no, 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 that's not the gate. The gate is over here through forgiveness. It's a process of, in a sense, re-educating yourself. And if you find that you can't forgive something out there, is it out there or is it inside? Well, as you were talking, I was thinking about that and something inside of me clicks and says if I forgive them, then that makes them right and me wrong. So, the first tool would be to forgive yourself Mm -hmm. for whatever that is between you and them and accept it all as it is right now. We're going to do a meditation on forgiveness. So just bring yourself into a comfortable position and remember to keep your body in an open body posture that's very important in this meditation because anything that might want to be released energetically it'll be easier to have it move freely from your body the spirit moves in and around you and can lift it very easily that way so just now call the light in for yourself and ask God's blessing To be present with you through his light, through his sound, and through his loving. And just bring yourself into that place of loving, wherever that is inside of you just now. And let that loving, that light of loving move in and around you, filling your body and surrounding your body and just tell yourself that you love who you truly are right now that you love your body that you love your imagination that you love your emotions that you love your mind That you love the unconscious of you. That you love your soul. And that you love the divine spirit that you are. And just let that loving begin to move in and around you through all the levels of your being. And just call forward through that loving, the action of forgiveness. And as we move into this action of forgiving, I want you to just now forgive yourself. Just forgive yourself for all the judgments that you've placed against yourself. So just now go in and be in the forgiving action Forgiving yourself for all judgments that you've placed against your body. Forgive all that you placed against your body. Forgive the pain. Forgive your judgment about weight. Forgive your judgment about height. Forgive your judgment about coloration. The color of your eyes. The color of your hair. The color of your teeth. The color of your skin. Forgive yourself for all the judgments about your appearance. Forgive yourself For all the judgments that you hold in your muscles, in your organs, in your glands. Just let forgiveness move into all those parts of yourself, releasing all judgments you may have ever placed there. And just breathe in forgiveness as you breathe in the light of the divine. And let this forgiveness move throughout your skeletal system. And let it move throughout all the tissues of your body. And just breathe out all that you've been holding in judgment. Now begin to move into forgiveness with your emotions. Just move this forgiving action into your emotions. And forgive all your feelings that you hold with and against yourself that do not work for you. Forgive these emotions now. Forgive your anxieties. Be in the forgiving of your fears. Forgive your judgments that are emotional in nature. Forgive your resentments towards yourself. Forgive yourself for feeling that you are not worthy of love. Forgive yourself for feeling that God does not care about you. Forgive yourself for not allowing yourself to feel for others. Forgive yourself for not feeling and nurturing your feelings for yourself. Forgive whatever emotions that are right now in front of you and with you and stirring inside of you. And just let them go as you breathe in the divine loving and forgiveness and breathe out all those things that are not in harmony with this light of forgiveness. Just let them go on the breath. And now we're going to move into the mind. Begin to breathe in the action of forgiveness in the mind. And let that forgiving action go into the mind, forgiving all the beliefs that you hold against yourself, all the thoughts, all the beliefs, all the words that are judgments inside of you. Just forgive them and let them go on the breath. Forgive all the words, all the judgments, all the beliefs that you've accepted inside your mind from others. Just let them go on the breath. and let this forgiving action just move through your mind now bringing peace and harmony into every part of your mind and all those things that are not in harmony with this forgiving action just let them go on the breath all those visions all those thoughts all those feelings in the mind that you have that are there present for you just now, that don't work for you. Just let them go through forgiveness. Forgive them and forget them. And now move into that place of forgiveness with your soul. All those things that you've placed in judgment. Because you're not spiritual enough. You're not worthy of God's love. You'll never be able to be forgiven for these things. Just now forgive any and all that is present with you in this area of your soul. And let forgiving take place here just now. The action of forgiving. and see the soul begin to be filled with its own light as the darkness that has been put upon it through your judgments and beliefs are lifted through this forgiving action just see the light of the soul beginning to glow brighter and brighter as this forgiving action continues to take place with every breath every action of forgiving that you wish to impart here. And begin to see that light of the soul beginning to merge into the mind, move into the mind and illumine the mind with its own loving, the loving of the soul. And see the soul And the soul's light moving throughout all the mind and enlivening the mind with its loving, the loving of the soul, the loving of the divine within. And then see that divine light moving on into the emotions. And see the light of the soul filling the emotions with loving. And let the loving action bring peace and harmony into all the emotional body. And let the emotions be enlivened with loving, with nurturing, with caring. And then let this loving light of the soul move into the physical body. Bringing loving into every part of your body. And with that loving healing and wholeness, health, into every part of your body now. Let that loving light of your soul radiate throughout all your consciousness, throughout all your bodies until they are one in light and in loving. And you stand there now as one soul One body of light. One radiant being of loving. Filled with loving. Filled with light. Filled with the joy of God. Filled with enthusiasm. Able to go into the world and do all because you are all right now. Just stand in this loving light body that you are and let it heal and make whole your being. Any areas that you still feel disturbance in, let that light begin to move into those areas as well. just breathe out whatever that disturbance is you do not need to understand it just know it and let go of it and fill that area that has been cleared with your loving light of the soul and let this Christed light this light of anointing move throughout your consciousness now and let the light of your being anoint you with its light of loving that you stand as a Christed soul an anointed one your own Messiah, the Savior of yourself In the body of light, be in this body of loving, and now let this loving go out into the world to touch all that you wish to touch: your partner in life, your children. your friends, your family, all in the world that you come in contact with. Let the loving light fill your home. Your place of business. Let it fill your bank accounts. Let it fill your cars. Let it radiate out and touch any and all things. That all things are loving in your life and that they serve you in loving and they awaken you into the loving and that you are the loving in them as they are the loving in you and in this action you are one and let this loving radiate out into your pets and into all the animal kingdom, and to the food that you take in on a daily basis, and into all the vegetable kingdom, and into all the plant kingdom. and let this light radiate into the earth upon which you walk and let this earth be filled with your light of loving and see all these things beginning to awaken to their own loving and radiating their own loving and being their own loving on an ongoing basis as you are now And when you leave here tonight, walk in your loving. Live in your loving. And when you're not, forgive that moment and choose back into the loving again. It's just that easy to return to. And when you're ready, you can begin to bring yourself back into the room and back into awareness here.